You're listening to another edition of the Carbaline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker. With me, as always, is the Director of Technical Service, Mr. Paula Jamis, and we're recording this a few weeks ahead of when we're actually going to release this, and you just got done driving Jeeps like a crazy person through the desert. So I'm glad that you're back, you know, question whether or not you're going to actually be back. Yeah, so, my, my wife had the same questions. She... I, I heard some excellent stories, but on the chance that she might listen to this episode, we're not going to talk about it. No, we won't bring all those up. Needless to say, the kids had a great time driving Jeeps and riding in Jeeps through Moab on the trails that were out there. It was a great, great spring break. Like always, we, we want to give you guys a way to get a hold of us so we can make different decisions about the podcast and what we talk about because you know like we used to say a long time ago this is a podcast for you so we want to hear from you and it's funny that i say that a long time ago we're coming up on this is like our 20th episode 20 weeks of us getting to do this it's it's really cool to, to imagine that we're still doing it so paul tell them how they get a hold of us yeah they can reach us at technical service at carboline.com you can also get us on twitter jack's at jack underscore CTSP, and I'm at Paul underscore CTSP. Paul, we're lucky today. We have a special guest, and I know we always say they're all special, but they truly are because, you know, they're talking to us, so they're special. But uh, probably what I would call the social media coordinator, if you will, uh, Mr. Jim Kunkel from SSPC. He beats us to the punch every time. Every Monday. So let me give you a little history. I met Jim when we were at the SSPC 2018 Uh, conference in new orleans and we happened to be at a customer event and i met him at the event we were out on the balcony we're having a beer we're talking and and my wife was there at the event with us and she was talking to him first and i come over and he says hey you know and i introduced myself who i was from and we're talking for a minute and jim says yeah your company does that podcast he goes that's just such a great show he said do you know those guys and i looked at him and i said i are one of those guys great english there <laughs> well i told you we had been out and drinking and we well, were having i mean a good time. they let you out of the office so that's i don't know what that says about me but. <laughs> well okay now that there's enough of this background done jim welcome to the podcast you've been such a great fan this whole time like jack said you beat us to the announcements every week it's great to get you in here into St. Louis and to, to talk with you today yeah i'd like to thank you jack and, and paul for having me on your podcast i'm a Long-time listener, first-time podcaster. (laughs) Uh, uh, I thoroughly enjoy, and I do love beating you guys to the punch, both on LinkedIn, Twitter, and other social platforms. Um, You guys need to do a better job, okay? I'm not going to continue promoting you for free. (laughs) Well, you've got that time zone. You've got the time zone benefit to you, too. Uh, You guys create it, so you know what's coming out. I just get it and then put it out there for everybody to take a listen to. We'll have, to, we'll have to talk with our internal people and see what we can do about that. And, and, and I was in a fraternity, and, and in college, when, whenever somebody would be like that uh, accusatory towards us and you wanted to make an excuse, the entire fraternity would yell, no defense, and throw something at you. So, like, you could, <laughs> I, like, I, I wanted to argue, but I started to feel that, that coming. So, yeah, I, I have, I got nothing. <laughs> we wanted to have Jim on today. We wanted to talk about some of the new things going on at SSPC. When we were at the SSPC conference in New Orleans, one of the great things that SSPC was able to announce was these new, the train, the painter and train, the blaster semi trucks that they brought out. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was such a great announcement that you guys made there. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah. At the uh, conference in uh, New Orleans, we unveiled the uh, SSPC mobile training unit. 
and the unit actually is multifunctional. And what I mean by that is it's a opportunity to train abrasive blasting and coating application, but it's also a way to go out onto the road to promote protective coatings and linings and also training. Um, we work obviously as an organization a lot with the craft workers. So one thing that we want to be able to do is to showcase the careers and the opportunities in protective coatings when it comes to being a craft worker and sometimes even obviously an inspector as well, but to take it to universities, trade schools, to customer sites, to maybe even bring it to some place like Carboline, for example, to do a demo day and to be able to promote what we all do for a living. That is a great program. And it's something that uh, Jack and I have talked about on several occasions saying somebody needs to do this kind of a thing where they are, there's an actual mobile unit that you can bring places. And it looks like that's exactly what you guys did. Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, real interest in it. And we're currently in the process of setting up a very uh, comprehensive program uh, that will continue this year after year. And obviously, every time when we have our conference, we'll also showcase the unit as well to really try it again to promote careers and uh, training, quality training, so that people understand exactly as a coating manufacturer that you're going to rely on the, the quality of the craft worker, but also the owners too that really have these assets that want to protect them. Understand that SSPC is a provider for training and then also certification. You know, we have our, our contractor qualification program. So we work a lot of hand in hand with not only the contractors, owners, but the uh, manufacturer, paint manufacturers like yourself. And that really is a great point that the quality program for the applicators is fantastic for them to be able to, to show to their customers, hey, we know what we're doing, but it's not any good if the owners and the specifiers and the engineers don't also understand and value that. Like you said, a great reason to be able to bring something to the engineers and the owners. Exactly. That's one of those great things about these trailers is, is not only is it a dog and pony show, but you can actually get some of these really valuable certifications through the use of the trailers that are being required more and more throughout owner specifications. Yeah, because a lot of times an owner might specify uh, the CAS requirement or they might require C7, C12 certification. Um, they just see the fallout for it. They don't understand exactly what goes into that. You know, the uh, the rig has the ASTM panels on there to be able to perform the abrasive blast. You know, it's fully set up to do recycling, uh, provide the blast pots to provide the abrasive blast, the coating, or obviously coating systems to be able to do airless application. But it's a real nice way to, like you said, train, but also we can show people exactly what does it mean when someone is certified as a a blaster or a coating applicator. And it's a great thing to be able to have those engineers and those owners who may not have ever been in a location to get their hands on to some of the equipment and say, exactly. this is what these guys are doing all day. This is why they charge so much. Exactly. And, and the other thing too, we, a lot of times people don't really appreciate how how challenging a job is an abrasive blaster, but you know, an, a qualified, trained and certified abrasive blaster is worth his weight in gold because jobs can get done more effectively, more efficiently into a specification with someone who's trained and certified versus somebody who might not have proper training or has learned it from someone who doesn't really know what they're doing. I'll never forget the first time I looked inside of a tank when there was a, a blaster in there working and they told me you could hear it running, you could hear it happening. And they said, yeah, he's in there and you can't see a thing. You put your hand out and you literally cannot see your hand in front of your face. And that guy's expected to get an SP10 or a near white exactly. metal uh, surface profile 
and something that he can't see. It that truly is a skilled job. Yeah, and and I mean, when you're in an environment like that, you're you're pretty much wearing a spacesuit. Yeah, and you're trying to do this job and get it the right way because time is money, material is money, and the better and more efficient you are and effective you are, that's what's important. The other aspect with the trailer too, obviously, it's a great opportunity for my organization to promote our relevance in the protective coatings market. People can understand that our standards are everywhere, but they might not fully un understand or appreciate or know the level of training we do and then how well we interconnect with contractors, owners, the manufacturers like yourselves. And that really is something that distinguishes SSPC from some of the other organizations is that it seems like the SSPC focus is on training and on the applicator mm -hmm. from a physical standpoint to be able to say, here's how we do this job. Not so much what should it look like after it's done like an inspection would do, but how do you do it right at the beginning before the inspector comes? Yeah, and we, we focus heavily on uh, you know practical. Obviously, you're going to learn it in a classroom. You're going to learn it on the job. But also, you got to have practical skills and then to be able to take those and apply those in a um, certification exam. The other thing, too, is to focus on understanding quality, right? As an applicator or a blaster, you want to understand what does it mean to have good quality control and safety. Safety is so important and critical. The equipment setup, the maintenance of the equipment, just a full understanding of if you're going to walk into a situation that doesn't look right, you need to say something and say, I'm not going to be able to do this because there's I found a situation or a condition that is not what I was trained. Right. If you've never seen it. It's hard to identify those. Correct. Yeah. Earlier we were talking and, and you told us a great story about what a difference a certified applicator or contractor can make. SSPC, as I understand, it was actually part of a congressional hearing at one point in its history. Correct. Yeah. We had, uh, through government oversight, obviously an argument can be that when you require a certification on a contractor, when you're dealing with public money, that could raise the price of the cost of the bid. And what had happened through uh, a Navy facilities study was that they looked at these fuel tanks and fuel storage tanks and were able to determine that with the cost that was associated with the projects, the long-term benefit of them being uh, completed properly on time and also having a longevity longer than what they were normally having before the QP certification program, they found that it is in the best interest of the public funding to require QP. And that's why you see us um, heavily specified through a lot of federal, state, and governmental projects as well. And, you know, I don't know if you, I didn't get to really explain, but uh, we also provide an administrative uh, to the, uh, the corrosion policy oversight where we actually work uh, in the DOD corrosion conference in 2019. Um, we we're going to be uh, the administrators of their program. So we work close hand in hand with a lot of the public entities. And as a coding manufacturer, as a technical guy for a coding manufacturer <laughs> we love it when the applicators know what they're doing it yeah. makes everything go so much more smoothly from the the level of if they call us the level of question is so much different yeah you can tell almost immediately when you answer the phone or you show up on a job site the trained applicator who is asking you a serious question as opposed to somebody who just didn't want to take a minute to look something up. And whether it's through you guys, SSPC, mm -hmm. or the other guys, NACE, mm -hmm. there's some truly exceptional 
training programs out there for people who are interested in the industry. Maybe, maybe you're a painter, but you're not an industrial painter, or maybe you've been an industrial painter, but you're looking to make that next step in your career. We can't overemphasize how important these trainings can be, not only for the job that you are going to do next after you receive that training, but for the longevity of your own career. Well, and also, too, think about the, uh, the university engineering students, too, that are really going to be in need when it comes to running corrosion programs and coating programs and being able to work with, you know, oil and gas industry or any industry. You know, SSPC also provides training and uh, certification to those type of individuals who are looking to maybe write specifications or be coating inspection. And you know, we have a, a concrete coatings inspection program that we have right now that's very popular. So. You know, we focus a lot on not only the craft worker, but also the the university student as well. Well, that's really important because I feel like at these engineering firms, nobody wants to draw that paint card when they're like, okay, we're working on this big, huge specification for this entire wastewater treatment plant. You get to do the paint specification. Yeah, the short straw. The short straw. And you can tell that they may not know as much about it. A lot of times people think, hey, it's just paint. Heck, last night I was out with some friends and they were like, you, you didn't run out of things to talk about with that podcast <laughs> about paint? Like, they're like, do you talk about brushes? <laughs> it's like, you have no idea yes, what we, we do. We did once and we said, don't use them. Yeah, right? Well, I, you know, I work with owners and specifiers on, you know, on in the industry. And what I find is that, you know, there's a lot of things they don't know. And there are many an occasion where I'll walk in and look at a specification, you know, if they say this is what our coding specification is, and you'll see a lot of things that might be standards that are specified that have the version at that time or dated by the year, and they don't realize that this thing's been revised five times. Do you really want your contractor to perform to something that was 10 years ago? So it's a lot of it's education, and that's kind of what I do. I I really go out there and and, uh, talk a lot about not only... SSPC, but also work with them to get an understanding of what can we provide to them above and beyond our standards. And uh, what I like about the mobile training unit is it's it's another layer or level that's hands-on, that's physical, that they can see, they can understand, and they can appreciate what we're doing, but also the people who are going through these trainings and these certifications. And it sounds like just in, in my dealings with SSPC and, and talking with you, SSPC is as focused on the education aspect of it as like Jack and I and, and tech service here at Carboline, we're, we're constantly education. The better, the more educated our customer is or their customers are, the better the project is going to go. The better it's going to be, the better job they're going to get out of it. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, listen, we all want to, you know, we always want to save money, but we have to understand, too, that in order for you to have quality, it is a cost to that. But the nice thing about the quality is that what you normally don't expect to get, you can now expect to get because it's done properly. Surface preparation, you guys know, is the big critical thing. Mm -hmm. The coating systems are so advanced today, so technically sophisticated, they need to have people who are highly skilled, qualified, trained, and certified to be able to do this work. And so we've moved since 1950, as our organization started, from just being industrial paint to being coatings and linings that are very sophisticated. So you have to have that robust type of craft worker to be able to do that, that dynamic work. You really do. We've kind of, as time has gone, we've kind of formulated, for lack of a better term, the slop out of the coatings. Yes. And now you really do need to know what you're doing 
And it's not because the coatings can't do the same jobs, but it's because they've been so highly refined to do it perfectly, the slightest variation leads you into these areas where you might have a problem. Exactly, exactly. And, and obviously, you want to catch it on the front end through quality control versus dealing with it, you know, uh, if it gets past the quality assurance, then five years down the road, you have a problem and you guys are getting phone calls saying, this failed, you guys sell bad product. Right. And that's right. not the case. <laughs> yes. So many people fail to realize that every little aspect of a job has an effect on every other aspect the, of the job. Like a domino effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Jim, thank you very much for coming in today. We always look forward to having somebody new into our uh, office here, our, our studio, and getting to talk about new subjects that we don't always get to talk about. Thank you, Jack. I appreciate it. Paul, I really do appreciate this opportunity. And uh, as soon as I launch my podcast, uh, I want to have you guys on with me. Uh, awesome. We can't wait to come. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, and we'll see you next Monday. Monday.